Data Combat Podcast with the Brian Campbell on CBS Sports. And it is back with bonus audio this week. Pro wrestling. And you better believe it is back with a bang. This is the sound of fun interviews gathered over WrestleMania weekend in New York and New Jersey that we've yet to share your way. A lot of fun and wild mix here. I think you're going to enjoy it a lot and you best believe it is backed, jacked, underwritten by that one and only performance enhancing audio. If you're wondering the voice that you hear, it's your boy BC, the Brian Campbell reminding you, of course, if you like this show, if you like what you hear, do us that solid. Send out a five-star review our way on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Tinder, uh, 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 I don't know, Bumble, Bumblebee, wh- wherever the folks are listening to music these days, iHeartRadio, wherever you're finding our podcast, get out there, review, spread the word, spread some cheer, maybe a little sentence about what you like about the show, and please uh, do business with our other merchants on the on the world the state of comeback where you're going to get your boy BC every week recapping the world of boxing with my man Rafe Bartholomew a wild <laughs> mix of analysis and humor coming your way and our mixed martial arts show with Brandon Wise Mikey Moore mild by my side breaking down all things UFC and Bellator and you best believe we were back. On Wednesday of this week with our regular pro wrestling edition as Adam Silverstein joined me to recap a very fun Raw and SmackDown this week as we roll out of WrestleMania 35 and look to the future. But before we get to that future, we do have to take a step back. We got a fun series of interviews here from WrestleMania Media Day, Hall of Fame Red Carpet. And a couple others beyond. What can you expect? Your your boy BC getting crazy with the folks. And look. Some of the there's parts of the WWE roster that you could you could argue is underserved, right? You get some big names on the state of combat, you know, each and every week. We hear from Charlotte Flair, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. We get all the big names, but I pop for the other guys. I pop for the Zack Riders, the Kurt Hawkins, Ali, Mike Kanellis. You know where I'm going here. Hey, NXT's Roderick Strong and Casey Cantanzaro. We got all that. We got a fun chat with Lacey Evans as well. The Revival. I could go on and on. You're about to experience it. Uh, a couple disclaimers here. Most of these recorded before WrestleMania as well. Very little uh, dated content in there, but you may you may hear a reference to, to, let's say, The Revival holding the Raw Tag Team Champions then. Clearly, they do not now. Top guys, top men, out. Titles out off of their belts, their waists. I think we can call it a belt. Can we call it a belt these days, guys? Can we just come together and call it a belt? I think we will. And uh, your boy BC had a nice gash on his forehead during these interviews. We mentioned it a couple episodes ago. I uh, I smacked my head in the bathroom on the towel rack. Looked kind of like a hard way blade spot. You're really going to have to be the judge for yourself. I put a couple of these guys to the test, including Devon Dudley. You're going to want to listen to the fun audio coming your way. But before we get there, before we throw to it, please enjoy a word from our friends and sponsors. And on the other end, some fun bonus WWE wrestling Content interviews coming your way from Mania 35 weekend. Enjoy. What do you think about my blade job last night? That was that was a blade job. It was accidental. It was a small boutique hotel bathroom in New York City. All right. Okay. It happens sometimes. I mean, does red still? How did, how did it actually happen? Washing my face, reach up for the towel, crash into the rack, and I mean, does red still equal green? Uh. It, it does in some ways. I don't know if uh, the new politically correct world thinks so, but Very it fair. does in some ways. All right, look. Ironically, I'm going to tell you a funny story. About a year ago, 
when I was on the road with WDB already, I actually woke up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom. And for some reason, there was a TV that was pushed out in the corner. And I actually woke up and popped in. I almost got a gig more just like that. All right. So All you're, right. you're not alone. Right. I, want you to, I want you to feel better about yourself. I feel like I'm one of the boys right now. Let's make it formal. Sunday, WrestleMania 35. Matt Hardy, I knew you'd come. Come on. That's great. I mean, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, can you give us an update on House Hardy, on the Woken Universe, on Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat? We're going to see it back. What's going on? Yeah, I, uh, one thing I, I think I can update you with that I feel pretty comfortable about, I think we're going to see more House Hardy WWE Network episodes coming up, and uh, you'll see all your favorite characters. Plus, we're going to continue to build more because that's what we do. And uh, even, you know, there, there's a lot of elements within me. A lot of personalities within me. I'm very multifarious. Uh, but, I, but I would say uh, Broken slash Woken Matt Hardy is uh, certainly probably my favorite. We got Matt Hardy, the original, right? Matt Hardy 2.0. I think there's a, mil- there's a million dollar man Matt Hardy coming. I would say there's, there's Team Extreme, the intrepid Matt Hardy, the, the, you know, the man who has no fear. Fear is a four-letter word. Uh, there is Matt Hardy version one, the sensei of Mattitude. There is uh, Big Money Matt. That's who you're talking about right now. You know, I'm looking a little suave, kind of doing Big Money Matt today, as a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, I've made a few bucks over the 27 years I've done this. And <laughs> we, then, we've seen the mansion. And, and then there's, uh, there's uh, Broken, Woken Matt Hardy. I love it. All right. Update us on your life, because a year ago it was looking at, Ziff, maybe you were getting closer to retirement. Maybe there was injury. I don't know your contract status. You're back, and you're back with a bang, brother. What happened? Uh, yeah, well, just towards the end of the summer, just from working back with WWE for a couple of years, uh, a little wear and tear, just had to take care of my lower back and hips. Some, I mean, you know, I'm 27 years deep in this, you know, a lot, a lot of guys don't make it that far, especially on this crazy schedule. And it's not like myself and my brother have not only just had this crazy schedule, but we've had crazy matches throughout that entire schedule, you know, especially with so many ladder matches, table matches, chairs, matches, TLC matches, cage matches, whatever it may be. But uh, I had to take a little time off four months away and gave me a, a time to get into a really good routine of like training and eating. And I changed some stuff because, you know, Father Tom, man, he's relentless. You know, as that clock ticks, Father Tom just gets more and more relentless. So I just had to change some things and, you know, do what I had to do to hang with these young 25-year-olds now in WWE. I mean, when you say change some things, you, you're svelte. you got abs. Was this a full-on green beans diet to get to this point? Uh, there, there were a lot of green beans involved. You know, you got to keep a lot of green, a lot of roughage coming into your diet, you know, keep things moving through those intestines. Uh, a lot of it was just like eating very clean and also like at 8, 8 p.m., no more eating, you know, and intermittent fasting is, is something that, that works, man. And it's, it's probably uh, the secret of my success more than anything else. All right. A lot of pro wrestlers, they live their whole lifetime to have a WrestleMania moment. You, you've had many WrestleMania moments, but I don't think I've heard a louder WrestleMania pop than Orlando 33. The Hardys are back. Big surprise. Can yeah. you take me behind the scenes of what that was like? Yeah. I mean, literally, we put up at the, the arena in our car. 30 minutes before our match happened. And then five minutes before we were going down the aisle, we ran up Gorilla and we had to go up like four flights of stairs to get to Gorilla. It was such a massive arena. And literally we get up there and then like walk out through the curtain, you know, we're from sprinting from the car up to Gorilla so that we've stayed secret, you know, the whole while. And then like literally walking right out through that curtain and then just seeing the sea of humanity and just people as I'd, Said earlier, legitimately, you're going, oh my God, those are the Hardys. I can't believe, I thought they were going to, I can't believe, oh my God, they're really here. It's just, I mean, 80,000 people doing that. And, and you're like, oh my, it's just surreal. 
And, and it was just so, it's almost dreamlike in many ways. It's what it feels like, like you're dreaming as we're walking down the aisle. And then uh, the, the word I used to sum it up more than anything else is just magical. Sorry, man. I, 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 I feel I, like I know you. Is, no. I know you giggled a little bit, man. I, I, did I bust you back open? Are you, are you okay? All right, all right. We're Give back. Give this on man it. some stitches. All right. We know you're a North Carolina man. We know you're a big Tar Heel basketball am, yeah. fan. Do you have some favorite NC Hoopers over the years? Uh, I mean, number one has to be Michael Jordan. You know, he's the guy that, that started. Yeah, yeah. And, and I uh, was also in the in the system at UNC, so that that also lets me the correctional facility system. No, the actual educational system. I would have gauged, gauged you as a Tyler Hansbro fan. Uh, oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. King okay. Rice, maybe old school. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there, there's, there's a lot of guys that are great, for sure. Did you get your uh, your your bracket busted by the Tar Heels this year? Yeah, well, I didn't turn a bracket in, but I was heavily disappointed. I must admit. All right, all right. Uh, how is Brother Nero doing these days? Uh, Brother Nero's doing good. He is uh, – I, I don't know how he's still walking. I mean, he is literally – Probably the most indestructible human being I've ever met on the face of this planet. He has an addiction to spot monkey oh, work. Yeah. No, he has a spot monkey addiction. Yeah, I mean, he just keeps flipping out and he keeps walking and he's fine. We often have the debate, what's the best finishing move in WWE? What do you got for me? Oh, man. I mean, there's there's a lot of... That, that Swanton Bomb is a hell of a finishing move. Especially now, if you get older, more mature Jeff Hardy... It's pretty dense, you know. It's not just a it's not just a swanton. It's a crouton. There's guys that actually fear taking that move now. Kevin Nash once said, "You can either make friends in this business, or you can make money, brother." Do, do you find that to be true? Uh, I mean, it, th- there is truth to that statement. Uh, I would say, just considering myself and Jeff, we're probably we probably walk down the middle of that. You know, I, I don't think we're like rated. Stabs someone in the back as far as that goes. You know, we've got a lot of great friends that we've made in the business over the years. But, you know, also when it's all said and done, you are here to to make the best life that you can for your family as well. So, All right, Sunday, WrestleMania 35. We'll see you in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I'm defending my title. An event I'm, defend, I'm defending my crown. There's going to be some SNL jobbers in there. What can we expect? Ah, uh, yeah, some SNL jobbers. Are right. I don't know. I hope I can get my hands on them, you know. I, I know that's a uh, Braun... Ron Strowman's story arc, but I want to get my hands on these guys, too. All right, all right, I want to close with this. We've seen celebrities at Mania. We've seen athletes cross over. Lawrence Taylor, WrestleMania 11. Ronda Rousey, the former UFC champion, this year's main event. If you can main event Mania next year against an athlete, who are you picking? Uh, against Roman Reigns. No, no mainstream sports athlete? You're taking ex-Georgia Tech football player Roman Reigns? Yeah. All right, why? Just because he... Yeah, there's there's something very special about Roman that uh, he evokes emotion from people, and I, I'm just looking for uh, whoever's going to evoke the most emotion. All right, you've evoked emotion from me. You've evoked a little color hair, a little juice. I'm getting fired up right now. Thank you so much for your time, WrestleMania 35, Matt Hardy. We'll see you. Hopefully, we'll see you woken. Yeah. One of all. WrestleMania 35 weekend with former American Ninja Warrior groundbreaker, the mighty Casey Canton Zero, NXT superstar these days. So glad to see. Tell us about that transformation. Oh, it was it was a tough transition because, you know, I grew up doing gymnastics and then I did American Ninja Warrior and I thought to myself, yeah. I'm an athlete. Like, I can do things. We'll see. Like, it should be good. And uh, there's nothing like the WWE. There's just, it's so, it's its own monster, which is why it's so special. But, uh, you know, coming in for me, not having any wrestling experience was really difficult. And also, 
I came in the same time as a lot of really big names, people that have had a lot of experience like Ricochet and Candice LeRae and War Raiders and together they have like 50 years of experience and I was just like, yeah, okay, so this is the ring, this is where we step, okay, like I just know nothing and it was a, it was really intimidating for me and I was like, man, do I belong here, what am I going to do and then uh, to be able to just realize that it could be an advantage for me and that I could use that to be different. What, just, you know, break it down. What are the hardest things? What's it like taking your first flat back bump? What, what is that adjustment like? <laughs> For me, and I honestly, I had never done any contact sports. Like gymnastics, it's just me and just the object. Same with Ninja Warrior. It was all about me and I controlled everything. And so to be uh, doing like a contact sport, everybody, like my mom was just like, but what do you mean you're going to be doing that? Like just so nervous. Still she watches and she like, had, my sister has to like, calm her down um but it was it's tough it's funny because when you start people are like you'll get used to it and I remember taking my first bump even hitting the ropes and I was like maybe it like you get used to it hurting but like it's not going to hurt less like and it does you really do get used to it I I didn't believe them but they were right uh but it's very challenging, for sure. Well, they seem to be a natural baby face. The same you know, way fans would pop for you in American Ninja Warrior. Being kind of America's sweetheart, the NXT universe has jumped all over you. Have you been surprised at all how easily you were accepted in a new business where sometimes fans can be cynical? That's really sweet. Um, it's It has been really nice to feel the support from people. I think for me, honestly, it's that I'm just, I'm always going to be open and honest. And I think that coming in with no experience, uh, you know, I don't, I don't ignore that. I don't come in and think that I know everything. I don't act like I know everything. I'm here because I want to learn and because I'm at the best facility possible to have all of that knowledge. And I think that people can appreciate that. And, you know, if, if I'm not perfect, that's fine. Um, they know that I'm being real with them and I'm doing the best that I can. And I want to go out there and make them proud. It's not always going to happen. Um, but it's been cool to realize you know, that I was worried if people would accept me here. And to feel the love from the NXT universe has been just incredible. We wouldn't be here without them, so. I want to talk about that NXT universe. That yeah. Full Sail Arena in Orlando seems to have special vibes. You've done a little bit of work in the big arenas, but what's the special nature, if you can put it into words, about what it's like in there? It's so different uh, with the NXT universe, especially at Full Sail, because, you know, uh, having big moments like the Royal Rumble, uh, there's not as much like interaction there because I walk out and there's like, I just, they're just dots. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many people. But with the NXT uh, universe and at Full Sail, like I can walk out and, and look someone in the eyes and I can see them and I can high five them and you can have these special moments. And I think that, you know, making that connection for me is what it's all about. And so to be able to be there and hear them cheering or hear them yell something out and be able to like peek over and smile at them, you know, it's, that's been my favorite part to really have those moments. And I've been really grateful. We've seen you in American Ninja Warrior beat that wall and be a groundbreaker <laughs> in the same way in pro wrestling that we're seeing Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair on Sunday headlining WrestleMania 35. How much, when it came to the idea of you saying, I might want to do this, was did the women's revolution play that role in saying they're presenting women differently? This is a new era. How important was that for you? It's been incredible to see the revolution. You know, I, I watched wrestling growing up and, and uh, I loved it. And to be able to see how far... Uh, everything has come, but specifically the women. You know, with American Ninja Warrior, I watched it growing up too, and that's what made me want to get into it. Like, I remember sitting there watching it and them saying, no woman's ever done it. And I was like, man, I want, I want to do it. Like, people can do it. And I remember specifically my first year of American Ninja Warrior, I got to the obstacle right before the warp wall. And I remember 
oh, somebody said to me, I was like bummed because I didn't make it. And this guy was like, well, you did really good for a girl. And I was like, how dare he? Yes. In my mind, I was like, that this is where we're at. Like, we need to be better than this. You know what I mean? And that's what made me come back the next year and, and just be fired up to, to do even better. And that's what really drew me to the WWE, too, is to see the women not letting those moments and not letting those people keep them down, but but make it just shoot them up and, you know, break through those glass ceilings even more and see everything that they've been doing. And now leading up to the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania is even when I say it, it's like it's so huge that even being able to be here and watch it and be a part of the company in any way is such a dream. And to think that, you know, that could be me one day in the ring with them is really exciting. Now, how do your old cohorts react when you talk to them from American Ninja Warrior, the Jesse Graffs, the Barclay Stockets? Do they say, hey, is there room for me over there? Could, could I last in that environment? They love it. Everyone loves it. Like when I said I was coming here, well, everybody was like, oh, really? Are you sure? Whatever, but then most people were excited, and um, it was it's cool to see because they all have so many questions. Like, they're like, when are you gonna be doing this? Or like, how's training? How's this? And and I've said to a lot of the girls, like, okay, well, yeah, like, if you want to come, I could put a word in for you. And uh, I think that you know, American Ninja Warrior has great athletes, and I think that they could be a good asset at WWE. So hopefully, a few more want to make their way over and come hang out. All right. Well, speaking of great athletes, anyone that follows your social media accounts knows you're close with this fella named Ricochet. <laughs> Uh, how would this man do an American Ninja Warrior out of any other WWE superstar? He, whenever someone says this, he's like, oh, no, I'm like, he would crush it. He's so strong, like super agile. He's, he's just so humble. Like we, we, we went to a trapeze school yesterday with Kathy Kelly and he was like, oh yeah, I don't know about this. And then he's like in the circus by the time we leave, like (laughs) just incredible, but he would do great. A lot of people have said that. And I'm like, we should, we want to go to like a gym soon and try and get him on some obstacles do a fun little video maybe for everyone i feel like you should tell drew dreschel and those guys if don't don't let this guy cross over he'll take it over yeah right that's why they're probably like oh no i don't know if he'd be good at it because they're like we don't want him in here because <laughs> he would be amazing all right you you're you're so nice to talk to the, the fans pop for you you're a natural baby face that i established but in wrestling you get to play a role sometimes sometimes your character changes over time <laughs> could casey Catanzaro ever channel the dark side is there an inner heel in you one day that could come out it's funny, actually. A lot of my, a lot of people are like, I actually remember when I got signed and they had asked me, would you be a babyface? And I'm like, oh, well, I feel like I try and be nice to people, so I'd probably be a babyface. And Triple H commented to it and was like, I think I'm a nice person. And I was like, I was a heel for most of my career. And I was like, ooh, yeah, totally sorry. That's great. Um, but I think, I think it would be fun. It's definitely against my nature, but that's the fun part. You know, we get to be bigger than life. We get to be something different. Uh, it would definitely be hard for me to, like, walk out and be booed by people, but I'm up for anything. <laughs> Are you retired from official American Ninja Warrior competition forever, or is there going to – would there ever be a chance you can come out and try to show the new class what it's like? I hope I'm not retired forever. I love American Ninja Warrior. It – always has a special place in my heart uh the people and just just um the industry in itself so i would love to go back at some time i mean i know that they do the the celebrity one where like nikki bella had gone on it so even if they won't let me back to compete normally i'd love to at least do that and get to see everyone uh but yeah, it'll always have a special place in my heart. So hopefully I could go back sometime. Wow. Mighty Casey, Ricochet, <laughs> kind of climbing the power couple rankings within WWE. Paul and Steph, watch out. 
I wouldn't go that far. No. They are will always be number one. But it's been really cool uh, with Trevor, especially just how much knowledge he has and, and experience and uh, how much love he has for this business. To be able to um, have him care about me and help me in it has been really, really awesome for me. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. WrestleMania 35 weekend, Casey Kenton Zero, NXT Superstar. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Raw Tag Team Championships. It's the revival, folks. WrestleMania 35 weekend. Scott Dawson, Dash Wilder. In case you were wondering, no flips. All right? No flips. All right? All right, just fists here. Fellas, always a pleasure to talk to you because you're real. Because in the world of working, I feel like you guys are real shooters. Oh, dude, real shooters are shoot straight with you all the time. You ask me the questions, I'm going to shoot straight. If you want to fight, I'll shoot with you there. Uh, yeah, we're from, we're two southern guys from North Carolina, just small town North Carolina, and that's how we are. And, you know, sometimes that could be a detriment to us, and sometimes that could be a, you know, a compliment to us. I think it's a compliment because I have a sweet southern accent that has, uh, completely attracted all the ladies, especially, especially my beautiful wife. So, uh, you know, I feel that, uh, what we have is something unique and something, uh, you know, as a team, as a pair is something that is individualistic that not too many other people have. Yeah. Like, like brothers on the road. It's like a marriage. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 100% road wife. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, we, we are shooters. I think we're very realistic. I think we're very believable because we want people to believe everything we do. So, I mean, if you're going to be who we are, like you said, we're, we're some Southern boys. We're not the biggest guys, but we're damn sure the baddest. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that. This Sunday, WrestleMania 35, it was added late, but we're going to see you there. MetLife Stadium, New Jersey, kickoff show. These tag team titles against a bunch of born losers here, Kurt Hawkins yeah. and Zack Ryder. Uh, you don't want to be the guys who end the streak, the one behind 21 and 1, or is it 0 and 750 here? I lost count, Jack. I lost the one count. behind 1 and 269, I believe, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But, you know, on a serious note, we we get to represent the tag team division at WrestleMania. We get to be a real tag team. Uh, two guys who have wanted to be a tag team from, from the day that we can remember to be tag team champions from the day that we can remember. And we're a real tag team, a real unit, uh, a real pair. And we get to defend the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. And we're very proud of that. We're proud to represent tag team wrestling. We're proud to represent the whole division. Um, so that's an accomplishment for us. You know, uh, tag team wrestling may have taken a back seat for a little while. But right now we're driving that car. We're going to make sure that it becomes the forefront. And that's uh, I think this is a step in the right direction. I mean, Dash, if we're being honest here, you guys kind of put tag team wrestling back on the map with the work you did in NXT. Man, Everyone so wants glad, to talk man. about DIY, but how about that American Alpha feud, brother? Uh, thank you. Yeah, the, people the, forget about that. The American Alpha feud, hands down, it, well, so much better, I think. We did some, obviously, we did some great stuff with DIY because we're the best. But the stuff with American Alpha doesn't get enough credit because of Dallas, take over the end. The night after we did two out of three falls with those guys, man, we worked them all over the U.S. and the U.K. Um, uh, they pushed us harder than any other opponents we've ever worked with. Like They were two guys, both Jordan was a collegiate-level athlete, Gable wrestled in the Olympics. They have work ethic, they have drive and determination. They want to go and they want to prove the best, and that's what we want to do. I'm glad yeah. that you remember that we're the reason that tag team wrestling ha had a resurgence. Speaking of the revival. It's, it's a long way yeah, since yeah. you were the mechanics, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Or just Dash and Dawson. But uh, going back to that, that American Alpha feud, man, I mean, 
our plan was to always make tag team wrestling mean something. What we did was we, we took the tag rule. We went to the to, to the head guys, the office, and we said the tag team rules have to be enforced. We got to make it mean something because if you don't, tag team wrestling is just another match in the card. But if you take tag team wrestling, take the gimmick of tag team wrestling and make it mean something, man, it could be the show stealer. And that's what we did. We made sure that there was a tag rope on every corner or, every, or each corner. We made sure that you had to hold that tag rope, both feet on the floor, tag hand to hand or at least waist and above. Uh, and then we stole the show. One save by your partner, by the way. One single save, and that's per all team. you get per team. Uh, and we stole the show with American Alpha. And, and the, the reason we did that is because you had four guys, two teams, that wanted to outwork each other. Every <laughs> single night around the globe, we wanted to outwork each other. And we did that for 30 minutes a lot of times. And... Um, Revisit and, their collaborations on the WWE Network. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do yeah. favor and do, yeah. do it. Had a great trilogy with American Alpha, Takeover Dallas, Takeover the End, and then we had a two out of three falls with American Alpha 2. That was incredible. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't want to slight DIY because we won WWE's Match of the Year with DIY, and it was Match of the Year. I mean, it was so emotional, and, and it was so real, and such a raw, uh, a raw time, no pun intended, but such a raw, a raw moment to be in that we made those fans care about DIY so much. They wanted to see us lose and that's something that gets lost a lot in wrestling nowadays because of the realness uh the real emotion that you get from the from feeling uh these superstars say gets lost now because you know of of the uh the spectacle that wrestling is but we made those fans believe in those guys and they wanted them to beat us that night and that was a great feeling well it's no secret dash you got an old school vibe here there's a tully and arn thing coming off you i've always fancied myself a prime 1987 barry windham so i think oh, if we yeah. put the three of us together we just need a flare we got some new horsemen here oh indeed yeah, you, yeah. flair's here somewhere he's in new york out yeah let's just get let's just get him yeah. i mean look what leo rush did to bobby lashley imagine what i could Ooh. do in your corner all right well you're you're the barry windham brother you're the worker you're the uh, good blade if i have to i mean there's no secret all right you already got the you gotta dye your hair blonde so it shows up better you gotta make a little bit you make, sure, hair, make right? sure that you uh you you you, you, you gotta clean up a little bit because you can't you gotta be the better looking of the team and you can't outlook this guy you right have, now do you have a fingerless glove uh, I, can, I can get one. I can get one. All right. I'll talk to our truth. I'll cut maybe a finger off. We'll, we'll work on the claw. Yeah. Right? We'll, we'll teach you the technique. We superplex. Yeah, we got you. All right. We're going to see you at Mania against the born loser against another man who plays with action figures and he's an adult Zack oh, Ryder. Yeah, Congratulations on your man. engagement. Whatever on that. What I want to get into is this. Look, you guys are old school historians. We saw crossover celebrity pro athletes in WrestleMania. Lawrence Taylor, WrestleMania 11. Ronda Rousey main eventing this year. If you guys could main event Mania next year, Against a pair of pro athletes for the tag team championships. Who are you picking here? Let's get creative. Oh, Jesus. Well, I know so much about sports, dude. So much about baseball. I mean, I can't even. You, you go ahead. Take it away. Does that have to be two? Because, I mean, we can go back to my tweet where I thought for sure we were going to be wrestling Mojo and Gronk this Sunday. Yeah. So maybe next that year. That works. You know, Gronk, yeah, yeah. He, can get a, he can get a year under his belt of training. He can, uh, he can figure it all out. He can kind of. He'll be better than Mojo in about six months. So yeah, I, I would like to formally challenge Gronk right now because, uh, brother, you entered my world. I wasn't around, and you're lucky, but you entered my world by jumping the barricade. And I would never enter your world because one, it's a it's a sport that's got a lot of pads on it. We don't wear no pads, Jack. We don't wear we don't care to be a celebrity and endorsed superstars. We are professional wrestlers, and I'm challenging you right now. And you can get your Mojo buddy if you want to, Gronk. You couldn't make it a day in our business. You couldn't walk down our street, Jack. We live on the toughest block there is, and you couldn't make it down our block. Bring Brady and bring Belichick. Bring them all. Yeah. Bring them to bring Bad them Street all. USA, right? I think that's oh, where you're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, 36. Yeah, Let's go. go. Wow. Wow. These top guys getting me fired up for WrestleMania 35 this right. Sunday. 
kickoff show. A couple Joe Bears in your future. You're going to take care of business. Easy. Take these belts onward and upward, brothers. Easy. Yeah, that's the plan. We're going to completely re- revamp tag team wrestling. We're going to make it mean something. You got two best friends. We're doing it, and we're going to make a lot of money doing it. Top guys, out. NXT superstar Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era. It's WrestleMania 35 weekend. Good Lord, NXT takeovers have been changing my life. Have they been changing yours? No different. Of course. I mean, obviously, the last one was a little bit heartbreaking when we lost our championships. But yes, tonight, Adam Cole shocks the NXT system. Baby. Very nice. And then the Undisputed Era officially begins. All right, you are you have. It's not new. You're you on the independence and you develop a reputation as one of the best workers in the world. When people start to get a little nerdy and make those palm for palm lists, I still see your name showing up on there. What's what's the key to what you bring to the table these days as a wrestler? Yeah, I mean I guess evolution in a sense, like small changes, but consistency for me, like I'm always hyper focused on improving and just, uh, like I hold myself to a high standard. So, I mean, I appreciate all the lists and all of that. But for me, I never settle. And I think, you know, complacency is the is the devil, I guess. I don't know. I, I like that. Yeah, but uh, I would say that. And then I'm surrounded by guys that are always trying to get better. So, for me, it just makes me, no matter how long I've been doing this, you know, try to constantly improve. When you look at what the Undisputed Era has been able to do, the image they put forth, the cool factor, man, how, how do you describe why this works so well? Uh, we're friends, like, and we've been friends for a long time. We've done a lot of stuff together all over the world, and I, you know, we always put it as it's that it wasn't like a, a force or put together like, you know, faction or situation. It was like legit, like. I mean, we have our all like our like true emotional ties that come from like very important situations in our life, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of funny. We always joke like we just get a chance to be us, and you hear that a lot. You know, you hear that from like Hunter and Sean when they talk about DX and and like NWO, like all just being buddies and like really having an opportunity to show like how they are together to the world and you know they give us that opportunity you said we just get to be us some fans that love nxt so much sometimes they don't want their favorite wrestlers to go to high school billy and go up to that main roster talk about why nxt is that special i mean i one one it's newer like you know it it has like a fresh feel because you know 2014 is when FCW became NXT and you know obviously they're the the new cool kid and and I think every person that's been signed that's had the opportunity to work in that system is kind of like taking the the burden upon themselves to help build the foundation for whatever this is going to end up being long term so there's a, a big a, emotional attachment to it and then I think a lot of I would say my era of the the indie guy coming in like we carry that chip on our shoulder of none of us thought we would be there and we were told for a long time we wouldn't and now we believe we're the best and we constantly go out there to prove to each other that we're the best and to to the wrestling world you know and it's the the internal competition is what drives this 
to you know be the best product it possibly can be. I love it. I love that internal competition. I love thinking that behind the scenes, trying to one up each other, trying to get to the top. Exactly, but not to, you know not, not trying to cut each other's legs out from underneath each other. You know what, Roddy? Kevin Nash once said, "You can either make friends in this business, or you can make money." I think you found that to be true. Well, I have friends now, and we're making money, so there you go. I'm good. I don't need any more friends. All right, I know when you look at me, Roddy Strong, you say, hey, can this guy bump? You look at my forehead, you think, is that Hardway or Blade? <laughs> a little uh, mishap in the bathroom? Kind of toughened me up, WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, right? Long night, huh? Oh, yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right, I love that. I love that. We always draw a line in the sand for wrestling fans, and I know you're a fan, too, to find out which side you're on, Brett or Sean. Oh, I'm in the middle. Now, I mean, Shawn Michaels is my, my coach guy, at the yeah. Performance Center. But I'm a huge Brett fan, too. So, But I would say Shawn Michaels. Thank you very much. Roderick Strong, NXT TakeOver, WrestleMania 35 weekend. It's been a pleasure. As if Uncle Doc Gallows didn't already share the secret to this man's success, right? Always in shape and lays that crap in hard every time. We've had this conversation before, Shamey. We have a Gallows hits... Gallows actually starts hitting me harder before, before I even put a finger on Gallows. He drills me because well, I he's think like, it's called preemptive measure. Yeah, I'm like, I said, Gallows, what the hell, man? He goes, Well, I said to get that first one in, you know, because I know you're going to get it in. So, always a pleasure to talk to Sheamus in Cesaro the Bar. The best interviews going today in WWE. I said that, and I mean that because we can talk about anything with you guys. You don't dodge questions, hard hitting ones, inside ones. We don't. Like if I said, hey. If Paul Heyman was such a good an advisor, couldn't he advise Brock that that tattoo on his chest looks a little bit like a blank? Yeah, I mean, like, if, if he would have consulted Paul Heyman before, maybe he would have said something. But Paul Heyman also knows, you know, who his client is and where he makes his money. So maybe he would have been like, oh, that looks great as long as you keep showing up. You know? Jamie, these packs wouldn't be caught dead or something like that in the middle. I just uh, I don't have any tattoos. I'm not really a tattoo guy, to be honest with you. I don't see the point of it. Because like, like anything else, you might make a decision or you're a fashion or whatever it is. You get tired of it after a while. A tattoo, it's there forever. Well, so, so you remember this man once made a fashion decision when he turned heel a couple years ago to take that beard and almost Captain Lou Albano style and twirl those things he, he, up. He did. He had it twirled up. He had beads in his beard. He had a big nose ring, you know. But he still has the big mohawk. Uh, yeah, definitely questionable. Definitely questionable. The thing is, though, that's, a, that's, that's he, right. It is questionable. But the real get, question is, did he ask now. Paul Heyman before? <laughs> yes, I did. All right. I got to ask right. you something about your tag team partner here, Seamus. Because it's like a marriage. We've established this before. You guys get along great together. You guys have original gimmicks. We've never seen anything like these guys before. But there's a man in NXT right now, Oni Lorcan. I call him Bizarro Cesaro. He's kind of stealing your tag team partner's gimmick with this look. Should we set up a feud? Can you go after him? Is that the Cesaro Light guy you're talking about? Cesaro Light? Is that what? All right. I don't like that. He's like, he's like he's right here, and he's like this width. It's like the Spider-Man meme, two guys pointing at each other. I mean, come on. Uh, I think uh, Cesaro is the first. You know what I mean? So... Uh, OG. OG Cesaro right OG. here. Cesaro's OG. Lorcan's great, Cesaro man. Don't get me wrong. Lorcan is great. but uh, He's always Lorcan in the shadows, right? So, always, so to speak, you know. Always yeah. Lorcan in the shadows. All right, guys. I had a little mishap last night. Hardway. Look at this the whole interview. What the hell happened to you? Got a little Hardway in a boutique New York City hotel in the bathroom. Very small confines in there. So you got drunk and just passed out? I wanted to find out firsthand whether red still equals green, brothers. Well, I don't know. Did it? No. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, so what was the story last night? Where'd you go? 
washed my face in the in the restroom. Before that, I'm just looking for the whole story here. There's really no story. There's, no There's story. really. No story. I'm, I'm 40. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm kind of washed up. All right. Okay. Well, it looks right. good. It's character yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys aren't there yet. Yeah, you it get, looks good. It looks good. Well, you guys are still late 30s. You're still kind well, of in your physical well, primes as wrestlers. Well. We're still in our physical primes, you know. Shames is the best shape of his life, he'll tell you. Um, you know, Celtic Warrior workouts keep him, keep him in shape. You, you can know? watch that on YouTube. You can watch that on yeah. YouTube. Um, comes under, out under almost Celtic Warrior under workouts. Cal- you know, with the pretty much a, a new video, like every week at least one, right? One that comes um, every Sunday. You know, Shames is on this quest to um, be lighter than me, uh, be more shredded than me, and uh, it's working out very well for him. Just ask him. Um, a little and- bit leaner. How do you get there, Shamus? He gets up every morning and does an hour, of, uh, half an hour of faster cardio. Then he's gonna have a light breakfast. Uh, then he, uh, you know, eats again, goes to the gym, works out, lifts heavy weights, and uh, he's eating about six meals a day. And if I'm wrong, you just tell me to stop. But I think this is pretty much what happens. He does uh, faster cardio every morning um, on the on the th- on the elliptical, right? Usually, right? Like, uh, and it's uh, it's doing wonders for him. And uh, you can see that all on category workouts. Like come or on his Twitter account. This stick uh, is at great. WWE Cesaro or uh, on Instagram, you know, at WWE Sheamus, he posts pictures of it, and it's usually like doing a bit, thirty minute faster cardio, and then it's then the next post is something you know like a Power Greens by First Farm, right? That's uh, that's your partner as well, you know. It's like oh, I want to have a stick of that, and then he sees like him talking about what he has for breakfast. It's usually a First Farm Power Greens, you know, because it makes him feel great, and you know uh, this. Tommy feels good about it. His bowel movements are great, so he loses the weight, and then uh, you know, then he starts his day. Wow, these road wives right do you wanna, now. Do you want to give me the money now, or do you want to give it to me later? What is one thing Cesaro does though in this marriage on the road, if you will? I will. That really just gets under your skin, though. I mean, well, you, you just know? saw it. <laughs> he'll, I'll say something, and he'll jump in it right away, or I'll make a mistake and say something. He'll just stay on it the whole time, like a couple of interviews we've had so far. He just starts laughing for no reason. And, uh, cause I've just, or I'll ramble on. He'll, he'll let me know I ramble on too much, like I'm doing right now. But, uh, it's <laughs> scary how much I know. about my you. Instagram stories? All right. Jesus, I gotta change that up. No, no, it's great. Keep it up. You inspire, and, and I mean this seriously, you inspire a lot of people to work out, and you inspire people to try stuff that they normally wouldn't and that's what Celtic Warrior workouts are for he tried every single workout that people can possibly throw at him be it uh, he did a, a, a pregnant woman workout for example he, sure. does, oh, oh, he wow. does he does yoga he does I anything got pregnant for that workout too he, he just has, for that workout I got he does, he does any workout somebody challenge, somebody challenge or dares him to do just to show that you know like he makes a fool out of himself and trying workouts just to, to prove to anybody like hey if, if, if I can do it and struggle and just do it, then you can as well. And I think that's a very powerful message. This guy's and, very um, successful. I mean, Doc Gallows told me this guy yeah. is the richest man in WWE. A lot of years, a lot of saving up that cash, a lot of hard bumps. Good Irish fellow, good bones, good stru- good foundation here, and always in shape, man. Always in shape. Lot, there's a lot, there's a lot more richer guys in WWE. The, one, one, of the, one of the hardest working guys in WWE. That's 100%. true. That's true. I would say the same about him, to be honest with you. Yeah, but just because I just said it. No, not because you just said it, because you are, Tony. You are one of the hardest guys I know. Oh, yeah. I love you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't kill, kill, don't kill kayfabe. It's Antonio to me, all right? Come all on, right, come all right, on. Right, hey, well, big, my friends call me Tony. You know, you can call me Tony. All right. It's not like I'm calling him Claudio or anything like that. All right. Hey, WrestleMania 35 Sunday. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Four-way bar, but these NXT guys, what's going on here? In the same week, 
Ricochet and Aleister Black are going to compete for the Raw Tag Team Championships, the SmackDown and NXT. Do they have nudes on VKM? How are they getting this kind of business above veterans like you? Well, I don't know. You know, they can, uh, the NXT kids, they can come up, they run, they can be on Raw and SmackDown, which uh, nobody else can unless you're John Cena um, or, you know, uh, somebody on that level. Uh, we can, uh, you know, so uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe, you know, maybe we have to graduate to NXT. I don't know, man. It's, uh... But we also don't care. We know we're the bar. Uh, we know we're going to win. We know we're the best tag team in the world. Yeah, I have no idea why. It's just your guess is good as mine. Just know that the draft is coming soon after Mania. Oh, so there's a draft? I thought there's no more brands, but I mean, Ray was just on Raw. Hey, you can break news here if you have to. No, no, no. I'm just... You hey, know, remember, there's a, remember the last draft he cut that real promo? Is it, is it, it a was shake a shoot, up? brother. Is it a shake-up? Is it a shake-up shake or a draft? I don't know. Shake-up. Okay, so the shake-up is coming soon, and then everything is going to... I think then everybody's going to be assigned to a brand, and yeah. we're going to see how that works. And ever since he cut that shoot promo after the 2016 draft, don't think I forgot that... His career's kind of taken back off. No more of this. No more Mex America. No more anything else. We the people. It's it's. it's, it's look it's look it's at the, the success. You don't just set the bar. We are, we the, are bar. the bar. All right, fellas. I can go thirty minutes with you. You know, I, I can go Broadway in this interview with you right now if I had to. You know, I'll get color if I need to. But I gotta ask you this, okay? We've seen a lot. You guys have been around a lot of WrestleManias. We've seen a lot of pro athlete crossovers. Lawrence Taylor, WM11, Ronda Rousey this year. If next year I told you I got Vince's ear, the bar is gonna main event in Tampa. Which pro athlete crossover are you picking to go up against? None. We want to pick somebody that's uh, in WWE that's putting in their time. And that's, that's deserving of stepping into the ring with the bar. That's right. I feel like more and more now we're getting a lot of matches in WWE on the WrestleMania that are people who are on the schedule full time. Of course, there's a couple of matches that that's not the case. But more I feel this year that like this guy, this girls and guys on the roster are getting rewarded with a proper WrestleMania match. I love that you still protect the business. All right. You're like Roddy Piper keeping Mr. T out, you know? Listen, yeah, it's what's we're, like. This, there's so many of our guys and girls are like on the road all the time, away from their families, and just busting their ass. When the biggest show of the year comes around WrestleMania, you need to have everybody on there. Everyone deserves it. It's great having those marquee matches or those those matches that like is a new element too, because it gives it a different flavor. You know what I mean? Or bringing people back who've been here before. It's great to see that because like fans kind of want that. They what they're used to that now, like having that special one or two matches, but. Most important thing is the, guy, the, the guys and girls who are on the rock killing it every week on those long five-hour drives or those early flights or traveling all over the world that they're getting rewarded with the matches at WrestleMania, and that's what matters. You hear that, Michael Che and Colin Jost? Don't go near these guys backstage. Wow, the bar, always a pleasure, okay? I hope this push continues. I hope he keeps cashing checks, laying it in thick, right? Always in shape. Cashing checks, like you take always deposits, direct deposits. Direct deposits. Do you have any any message to the fans? Do you want to cut a promo on somebody? Do you want to bust me open? What do you got? What do you got to you're close this? You already, already bust busted open. open, and our message, as always, is: James and Cesaro don't just set the bar. We are the bar. Okay, the Iconics, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, yes. one of my favorite tag teams in the whole wide world. In the midst of the women's revolution, yes. WrestleMania 35 Sunday Tag Team Championships. Look, all, all storyline aside, you guys have made an incredible leap in a short period of time. How, have you been able to pinch yourself and catch up on where you're at here? Yeah, we pinch each other all the time. <laughs> Honestly, we do. We catch ourselves... Nutella, Vegemite. Oh, okay, sorry. Cesaro walking in. I heard Nutella and I got really excited. I was like, Nutella? 
You have Nutella in Australia? Yeah. Or is it called Vegemite? No, it's veggie different. mate. He said Vegemite. Vegemite. Oh, that's so oh. <laughs> extra pun for you. Um, um, sorry, yes, we do pinch each other all the time. <laughs> that's the question. We do pinch each other all the time. That's exactly where I was going, obviously. Figuratively <laughs> and literally. I mean, because um, Sunday could be a moment. I mean, MetLife Stadium could become iconic with them straps around the waist. We, as we have been saying all morning, we are not leaving WrestleMania without the women's tag team not doing it around our waist. So I will protest. I'll sit in the middle of the ring. Yep. I won't let Ronda Rousey make her entrance because, yep. you know, I mean, hopefully it's not going to get to that point, but I'm just saying that yeah. these are the lengths I will go to. You know, we have a plan. And uh, we've got it. We've got plan A, B, C, D, all the way through to to, to Z, mate. So we're uh, we're prepared and uh, we're ready to go. All right. Big match. Well, if you guys won the championships, I mean, you're already the toast of Australia, but you'd be national heroes. I think the last time I checked, the most famous people in Australian history. The list goes like this: Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> Buddy Murphy, and the Iconics. You could reach the number two spot with a. That Buddy Murphy is above the iconic. Well, that's you're, a joke. You're telling me. WWE Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah, he's number sure. two. Yeah, no, sure. no. Have you seen his abs? I've yes. seen them. He shows us all the time. And he, he just tells me lifting up his shirt. Tells me he's died and work out on a daily basis. Trust me, I've heard it all. But uh, when you're talking about icons, yeah. I mean, there's only we one. We come before Buddy. We come before so Buddy. I say that. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it's hard to. Here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to say, look, only three women can make history on Sunday in the main event. And shout out to Rhonda, Becky, yeah. Charlotte yeah. for doing that. Yeah. But the competitor inside of you guys must be saying, that could be me. I know you have your own tag team title opportunities. Yeah. I'm only trying to stir the pot up just enough. But do you look at them and say, they ain't nothing. I should be closing the show on Sunday night. I mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want who to close exactly. the show at WrestleMania? Who yeah. wouldn't want to be the main event? So, of that course, we have, yeah. we have dreamt about that. But... For us, Sunday means a lot already to us. 15 years in the making, we've been working towards a women's tag team championship, championship match. match. And, and this Sunday, it, it all comes down to that. So regardless of you know the show itself, for us, biggest moment of our yeah. career so far. Okay. That's very baby face of you. I like that. You're giving me, you're giving me the feels right now. Yeah, what's that? I don't know what that is. Uh, you're going to have to get past some tough teams. One of them, this this Samoan SWAT team of Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax. I mean, you guys have been backstage. Is she really not like most girls? I mean, she's she's the toughest in the business. Yeah, she really is. She is one of the strongest people I have ever met in my life. If she wants you on that side of the ring and you're on that side of the ring, she's going to get you on that side of the ring very quickly. And uh, most probably with one hand. Just uh, just throw you over there. Um, Yeah, big powerhouses. I mean, you've got Nia Jax and Tamina. You've also got Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Powerhouse They're all powerhouses. Um, so, yeah, the plan with them, a bit of evading, maybe. We've got plans, Kate. We Where like we to take uh, opportunities when yes. they present themselves. Yes. Yes. We're not just going to jump in there willy-nilly, as they say, and uh, try and out-strength. I like the Aussie out. slang you're bringing out right now. <laughs> yes. um, we're going to wait. Take our time and proceed with caution. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> WrestleMania 35 will be iconic. I'm fired up. I know you guys are fired up. We have a final message to the fans. I don't know, cut a promo. I don't know. You can bust me open hard way if you need to. Yeah, I was going to ask what happened there. Eh? A little mishap in the, uh, in the bathroom, small hotel room in New York. You guys know what it's like? 
Also, it wasn't from someone. It was from that's your own doing. It's your own doing. I've been known to be clumsy. It happened. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Anyway, this Sunday at WrestleMania, it is going to be iconic. WrestleMania 35 week, New York, Empire State Building, top of the pops with the new Daniel Bryan, the WWE champion, the hemp belt and all. It's not here, but I can I can smell it. I can feel it. You can feel it. Yeah, it emanates off of me. The hemp emanates off of me. WWE Championship match with Kofi Kingston, a man whose journey I would have to think you can relate to as a former B-plus player, let's say, five years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Kofi and I are B-plus players for different reasons, okay, right? So, like, when they called me a B-plus player, like, five years ago, it was because I look the way I look, because I my beard is uncoiffed. I don't do anything to manicure this. So, like, oh, we can't put him on magazine covers. We can't do this. We can't do that. Kofi Kingston is a B-plus player because he has a B-plus attitude, right? So, and here's the thing. Okay, look back at Fastlane, right? Fastlane. Vince McMahon screwed over Kofi Kingston. Then he invites Kofi to his office. What does Kofi do? He just sits outside of his office for an hour waiting to be invited in. Do you know what? Kofi Kingston has been sitting outside that door for 11 years asking, just waiting for somebody to ask him into the upper echelon. That's not how that works. If you want to be the best, you have to knock doors down. That's what I do. That's what I do. That's what Kofi Kingston does not do, which is why I will retain the WWE Championship for WrestleMania. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's talk about the new Daniel Bryan, though, which I teased off the top. Is it really new, though? I think you've changed by not changing at all, Pearl Jam, because you're almost like a mid-90s Bob Backlund. You're speaking truth. You're speaking good things. People just can't handle it. Yeah, that's the problem. And I think so. The problem isn't me, right? The problem is you, right? The people out there. The cameraman, too. The cameraman, too. Yeah, I see what he's wearing and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, I've got these headphones on and whatever it is, and I'm propagating these things. I'm propagating consumer culture. I'm propagating all these things. Do you know what I'm not propagating? I'm not pro- propagating any of those things. Do you ever see me wear a WWE t-shirt to the ring? No. They produce Daniel Bryan t-shirts, but I never wear them, and I don't want you to buy them. Why? Because every shirt that they produce destroys the environment just a little bit more. So all these people out there saying that they're, oh, I'm a good guy like Kofi Kingston. I like kids and all this kind of stuff. You want, you think you really care about kids when all you're trying to do is sell more merch and more merch and more merch and destroying the environment more and more and more and more for the future generations? No, he's not a good guy. I'm the good guy. You guys just don't appreciate that. He only cares about high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. Bootios? Do you think those are good for kids? No! Of course not. That's crazy. You got to admit, though, you look like you're having more fun now than ever before. And I'm going to even go as far as saying the new Daniel Bryan is even better than the original brother. Of course he is. You don't think I don't know that? That's why I became the new Daniel Bryan, is because I needed to improve on the old Daniel Bryan. The old Daniel Bryan was too content with just being like, okay, well, I'm at the top of my game, and I like everybody chanting yes, and I like uh, you know, being praised and all that kind of stuff. The new Daniel Bryan, he doesn't care about any of that. He cares about improving the planet, he cares about being the best, and he cares about holding the WWE Championship forever. Wow, wow. You have given uh, some classics to WrestleMania before the main event at 30, but even that match that opened it against Triple H, you gave Triple H the best match of his career. What are your plans for this Sunday? What can you and Kofi do together 
that can add even more on top of the Dan O'Brien legacy. Listen, I'm not Shawn Michaels who goes out there and tries to be Mr. WrestleMania. That's not my deal. I'm going to beat Kofi Kingston faster than Sheamus beat me in WrestleMania 28. I'm going to beat Kofi Kingston in 17 seconds, 16 seconds, 15 seconds. And do you know what MetLife Stadium is going to do? They're all going to go quiet. Because everybody thinks there's going to be this huge moment for Kofi Kingston. But there won't be because he is nothing more than a B-plus player and I am the greatest wrestler who has ever lived. Will the Canadian fans at least be doing yep, yep? Is that still a thing? Listen, I don't come here for people to ask me idiotic questions. I come here to enlighten people. I come here to educate people. I come here to enlighten the world. That's We're here at the Empire State Building, a beacon of light for the whole world, right? And you're asking me about the yep chant? Come on. Tough words from a tough man. WrestleMania 35, Sunday, Daniel Bryan, WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston. Get some of that, right? Yeah. And you know what? When it happens, none of you are going to be excited after it's over because I'm going to smash him, squash him. 14 seconds, 13 seconds, 12 seconds. I think the fastest it could possibly be is three seconds, but I'll beat him in three seconds. How about that? You heard it here first. The Intercontinental Champion, Bobby Lashley. My man, you can fill out a members-only jacket. I like this look I right am, now. I am. You know, I try to mix it up a little bit. I have a stylist that's been throwing some different things at me. I'm trying to change my appearance a little bit. So, um, thank you. Hey, Leo Rush does a good job hyping you up, but you don't need him. We don't need him here today. You can hype yourself up enough going against the Demon, Finn Balor. Uh, demons are a little creepy. I mean, a baby-faced demon? What are we doing here? A demon. A demon is a demon. You know what? How I look at it is... Um, I've been in the wrestling business for a long time. I've been in sports entertainment. I've been in sports for a long time. And I've seen a tremendous amount of demons. And I've overcome a tremendous amount of demons. This is just another one. Um, this weekend, I understand everybody's, you know, wants the demon to do something big. But I tell you what, and I say this over and over again, fighting is not a popularity contest. Fighting is what I do. And I am the best at it. I like that. I, like, I feel like I should almost be interviewing the backside of you after, after what you've shown the crowd lately. Um, does anybody have a one-up on you in the company when it comes to physique? Let's be honest here. Let's not be humble. Let's be honest. I don't think so. I don't think so. And and what's funny is that I'm older than most of the people also. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freak of nature, man. I train all the time. Actually, when I leave here, I'm actually going to go and train. Um, I have some boxing training. Canelo has a oh, big nice. fight coming up pretty soon, and I'm actually training with the person that he's fighting. So I'm excited about that. Danny Jacobs. Yes, it never stops. He's right down to Long Island, and his boxing coach is my boxing coach. So he called me up this morning. He said, you're in town. You need to come over and get a workout in. I love it. I love what, 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 we're, what we're going on there. I love it. All right. Look. If you get past Finn Balor, you continue business with the IC belt. It's natural. People have wanted to see you and Brock Lesnar at the highest level for a long time. Is that something you're knocking on VKM's door and saying, hey, Vince, look, not getting any younger here. Let's make business. You just said it. Everybody says it. Every interview that I have, they say it. I don't have to go and knock on his door because I think he knows as well as everyone else. I don't know who the person standing in the place of keeping it from happening. I think it may be Paul Heyman because that's his money pit. But uh, I don't know. I think it needs to happen. I think that even the buildup alone of that fight is going to be bigger than most fights that he can be in. So I'm just waiting for it to happen. I mean, if Paul Heyman was a real advisor, shouldn't he have advised Brock not to get a tattoo? That kind of looks like a man's... I mean, you can fill in the blank. 
you can't you can't tell Paul you can't tell either one of those you can't tell Brock what to do. I, Paul is his advisor, but what Brock's gonna do is what Brock wants to do. And I think Brock was like, "This is what I want. This is what I'm gonna do, and let's make it happen." Look, you're not that far removed from the cage yourself, Bellator heavyweight. You've you've won some big fights in your day. If this turned into a shoot, you and Brock, who's coming out on top? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if it's a fight. I don't care if it's a wrestling match. I have confidence in myself. I have a confidence in myself against any heavyweight fighter. So if it's a fight, I think I have the advantage. Absolutely. All right. When you came in to WWE in your return about a year ago, it came in maybe not to the fans' most favorite storyline ever involving your sisters. When you look back on that, did it work? What happened? I have no clue. I have no clue. I, I wanted no to see the sisters on screen. I wanted to see Sister Abigail come out and fight your sister. I, I, I don't know where that was. You know, um, I, I really don't know. I teach his own. Uh, I, look, I, I'm still clueless on that part. I'm me. I'm a fighter. I don't think you have to write me into any kind of crazy storylines. You just have to look at what I've done for the past 10, 15, 20 years and then just go with that. We didn't need no sisters. I don't need to be singing out there. I don't need any of that garbage. I guess if you want to see a different side of me, then you can look at some of that stuff. But that's not even me. What I am is who I am. I'm a competitor. I'm a fighter. I am I'm a dad. If you want to bring something, bring my kids in. My kids are tougher than Finn Balor, so I'm going to let my son fight him this weekend. And then I'll go on a bigger and better thing. I don't know. I'm me. You're proving that age isn't a factor at all. Not at all. A little bit older than me. I'm getting washed. I'm getting the grays coming in. You look like a million bucks. What is your secret? No carbs, no cheat days? What's the secret to it's, doing this? It's none of that garbage. I don't go with any of these little diet fats or workout fats. I do none of it. Um, I've over time just understood my body. And I listen to my body. If my body wants something to eat, I eat. If my body's ready to work out, work out. If my body needs rest, it rests. I don't have a day where I have like, okay, this is my rest day. Rest days are if I'm too busy to get it in. And outside of that, people ask me when I work out. I say I work out all the time. It's like, to me, working out is like eating breakfast or brushing my teeth. I do that every day, so I work out every day. If I can't make it, then I'll just take some time off, but then I'll get right back into it. This guy's body is a wonderland. You've seen it. Here on the Hall of Fame red carpet with Dana Warrior and the Warrior women, warrior Maddie, girl. Indiana. Did I get that right? Yes, you're all good. Right, all right. Not only the wife of the late Ultimate Warrior, of course, but WWE creative team member. Can you take us behind this? It's really exciting. It, it, it was such an organic um, uh, culmination, but it was really a, a dream come true for me, a dream that I didn't even ever dare to dream. So when I was offered the the spot, I, I said, Let, let's see how I work out first. Let's see what you guys think of me. And when I got in there, no, it was no stopping. Like, my husband might have run to the ring and shake the ropes, but I went in that writing room and I got my stuff down, and those men are incredible. I'm so inspired by them. They're so much fun, and we have a great time, but we also want to deliver an incredible product. Well, here's the thing, Dana. Everyone, every fan thinks they should have the book. They should be the one creating. What do you want to bring? What, what's, what's your style? What do you want to bring to WWE Creative? Really authentic women's voices. I feel like that's something that is very important to me. And we're all different. We all have a different point of view. And I've been lucky enough to, to have so many things happen in my life. And I haven't always been like pleasant things that happened in my life. But it added a layer to my character so that I could actually identify with a lot of women who are out there with struggle. And hardship is what actually makes a shiny apple. You think it bruises, but it's not. It's something that actually polishes you up and makes you a better person and able to identify with so many other women. I want women 
when they hear the voices of our superstars to say, that's me, that's who I am. And we're all different. So I want to make sure that there's a voice that is representative of each woman. All right, here on the red carpet with Lacey Evans, the lady of WWE. Now, Lacey, you've made One a... One and only, honey. Oh, wow, this is an amazing, an amazing uh, piece, outfit you're wearing. Can you tell me about it? It's, what's it inspired by? Well, it's inspired by my eyeballs because the minute I saw it, I just had to have it. Um, I can't tell you the price because you would all fall out right here, right now. I love to save a lot of money. I'm not only classy, but I'm also cheap. But when I found this in a vintage shop in Orlando, Florida, um, I knew I needed a good headpiece to really set the tone. So my husband and I were downtown shopping in New York City the other day and found it. And it matched my gloves. Too perfect not to have it. So he gets me what I want, and I wanted it. Wow. Oh, wow. You're strong, beautiful. That might be intimidating. You're running in lately on WWTV on a lot of people's matches. You getting any unhappy people backstage? Anyone pressured, feeling uh, stressed that you're here? Well, if they're pressured, they don't have the spine to tell me that. Um, I don't run anywhere, honey. I wear high heels. I walk confidently. I strut is what I like to call it. I go on a little stroll. But uh, like I said, if there is anybody backstage or in any locker room upset about what the decisions that I make and the things that I do, let them know that I'm waiting for them to look me in the eye and complain about it. All right. When can we expect to see you in the ring on the main roster? I mean, this is WrestleMania weekend. I don't have the book, but what's, what's going on? When are we going to see you? Whenever the hell I'm ready and when I want to do what I want to do. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Tune in. Live on the WWE Network on Sunday at 7 p.m. There you have it. Lacey Evans, the lady of WWE. My pleasure. Mine. Oh, yeah. The happy couple. Zack Ryder on the red carpet. The beautiful Chelsea Green. Congratulations from what I've seen on social media. This is a thing? This happened? This is a thing. Yeah, it's not a prank. It's 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 legit. Engagement. Engagement. Uh, all right, I don't want to put the pressure on you guys, but there's a long history of power couples in WWE, okay? <laughs> oh, From uh, Paul and Steph to uh, Mach and Elizabeth. Yeah, I, I mean, I, after I proposed, I made her watch the Macho and Elizabeth proposal afterwards because <laughs> I wanted to know what Elizabeth said exactly so I could make that my Instagram caption. Now, Chelsea, I got to ask you now, okay? Every man's got their vice. Some people use all their money to gamble, drink, do worse things. This man is an adult who plays with toys hey, and hey, very hey. expensive ones. Can you deal with that? Just collect. I don't really play with them. Well, Maybe something. yeah, Maybe he does. He plays with them. But, I mean, this is what I signed up for. Knew I, I knew it. Yeah, yeah he, he did not hide it from me. I've known all along, so what can you do? We're going to have to get a bigger house for all those toys, though. I actually hid her ring inside a toy Undertaker coffin. That's legit. Well, <laughs> Zack Ryder, you've always been, this is me marking out, you've always been my favorite WWE superstar, so woo-woo to that. So well, you got to believe, Chelsea, that I popped huge at 32 when this guy climbed the ladder. Where were you in your life, and had you known him when when you were watching that moment? No, the funny thing is, is I did not know him, but I was in Dallas, and I was watching the match, and I told him this, but I said to someone, like, he is so hot. <laughs> He's so hot. And then I didn't think anything of it till what, like the next year or the year after that then we ended up going on our first date. And then you saw his dad and saw how jacked he is, and you said <laughs> genetics-wise. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My dad's crazy. You got to see him. He's nuts. All weekend long, he's got these ridiculous outfits on. Actually, tonight he looks kind of normal. Yeah, he looks good. He had a full uh, yellow tracksuit like on earlier. Outfit. It was 
A yeah. little bizarre. All right, Jack, you've always been a survivor. That's why I respect you. Yeah. You've been in this game a long time. You're here. a doctor of reinvention. Oh, you've gone to the internet before to keep your career alive. That's right true. now, how do you get back to the top? What kind of tricks do you have? I think tomorrow, just walking out of WrestleMania, the Raw Tag Team titles, that's definitely step one. Uh, you know, Hawkins and I, we're best friends. We have our, our major recipe podcast together, but... I want to end tomorrow night holding up those Raw Tag Team titles. Now, what's the Holy Grail action figure that you will mortgage Chelsea's financial future in trying to get? Well, that's the thing. I am the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting, so there, but there is this Ultimate Warrior, Jack-specific, one of five. Uh, I almost bought it the other day, but she came in and got really, really mad at me. So uh, I have not bought it yet. All right, I had the, the original... Uh, S.D. Jones, Absolutely. the red shirt and the colorful flower yes, shirt. Yes, of and course. And sold it, was... it on eBay probably for $5 in 1998. What a jerk, right? Well, I think he's probably worth the same amount right now. No offense. I love I love S.D. Jones. I love those figures. But it's weird because some of those LJNs are worth nothing. And some are worth like hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And it's so weird. It doesn't really matter who the character is. It's just like how it was distributed and stuff like that. All right, Chelsea, you have an injury. You're on the NXT scene. What's your status? When can we expect you back? Hopefully within the next month. Uh, that's what I'm I'm staying strong with that date. We're not sure. Um, but, I mean, I feel really good, and I can move my fingers. So we're on the steady course to rehabbing it Fantastic. and coming back. Now, anybody that didn't watch you pre-WWE, you can do some fun things with a character. You can go a little bit wild and crazy. <laughs> Will we see that in WWE? I'm hoping so. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to come to the table with, but I'm hoping so. That's pretty it's not, scary to me. It's not going to be. It's not going to be normal. I don't think I'll ever go back <laughs> to being normal. <laughs> right. I don't think she's normal one bit. <laughs> well, stay. Take care. Uh, slick your hair. What am I? What, what was this? I don't know. Those, that was back in the day. But thanks for being a fan. Just, just hope that Hawkins and I, you know, become the tag team champions and listen to our podcast and maybe buy some T-shirts or something or buy a pin or I don't know. Just Congratulations to you. Best of luck. Thanks a lot. Thank Appreciate you. Hey, CBS, how you doing? Testify. My oh, my brother. Testify yeah. indeed. The WWE Hall of Famer, <laughs> a very creative man in your day job as well. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm loving my position right now as a producer, uh, being able to give back to the business and help out the newer generation to create history, just like the generation did when I was growing up. Uh, the Hogan and Andre ever, the Brett and Sean ever that came in and helped us. And uh, it's only fitting I give back. I know you're looking at my gig spot right here. When you look at it, uh, later or hard way? Oh, man, that was hard way. I can tell. I mean, you know. Mm, yes, God, yes, it was. Sir. Yes, yes, I can tell. Was. I mean, ECW, barbed wire, ripping through the skin. Believe me, I know what that looks like. It feels like. <laughs> All right. If you're going to get a chance to talk to Devon Dudley, you got to talk about TLC 2X17. I mean, can you tell? You told the stories a million times, but tell me something about that match. I don't know because I love it. Well, you know, the great thing about it is we all crammed ourselves in a room and tried to see how we were going to top the first TLC. And that's exactly what was the hardest part of doing that. And, you know, for all six of us to be in the same room, we got all different ideas and we're all trying to come up with this amazing stuff to do. And there was some head knocking in there. You know, there was some butting of the heads and different ideas and things like that. But what made that match so special is that not only did we take tables, ladders and chairs. Oh, my. <laughs> but then we made it. We took the story behind it. We didn't just pick up stuff and hit people and do all of that crazy stuff. We actually put meaning into it. And then to have introduced Rhino, Lita, and Spike Dudley into the mix, that was special right there in itself. So I was very happy to be able to do that and to be a part of that. But most importantly, for people to this day, 20 years later, to still remember that and move forward and say, hey, 
you guys are still the greatest of all time when it comes to that. Now, are you macho man Randy Savage-like where a match like that, you don't want to take anything to chance. You are planning every detail, spot one through 250. <laughs> well, no, not really, because back then, the chairs, the tables, and the ladders, they were unpredictable, you know? So you could do that, but at the same token, if it doesn't work, then what do you do, you know? So a lot of that was improvised, and we went out there and just tore it up and just did what we had to do. That's what we did 90% of the time in those matches. All right, your your famous Hall of Fame tag team partner still going. Uh, is, is he crazy or is he just is the itch too large? Well, you know what? He's got that itch and he hasn't scratched it yet. And God bless him, you know. But now I'm behind the scenes and I'm making the money that way. It's a lot easier on the body. So God bless Bubba for doing what he's doing. <laughs> right. But Lord knows I'm done. All right, to close here, you went, you guys got into the Hall of Fame, but it was really you two. You gave a lot of love to Spike, but that extended Dudley family was a little bit weird. There was a sign guy. There was a lot of weird guys. Do you keep in touch? Is there a Dudley reunion? Yeah, well, there might be a Dudley reunion. You never know. You know, when they have the old timers on WWE, uh, Monday Night Raw, sometimes you see that. So you might see Spike, Chubby Dudley, sign guy Dudley, dances with Dudley, <laughs> snot Dudley, Chubby Dudley. I mean, you see the old Dudley clan. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, final question to close. What's the craziest bump you ever took in your life? Oh, that TLC match where I hung 25 feet up in the air and dropped with Jeff Hardy. It was amazing and scared the hell out of me. I am not going to lie. That was the craziest bump I think I'd ever taken. And if you ask me to do it again, I'd tell you, hell no. Hell no, exactly. Great talking with you, Devon. Always a pleasure, sir. Always. My pleasure. Testify. Yes. The amazing Alicia Fox. Oh, my goodness. A veteran in this women's revolution. You're old school and new school at the same time. I know. Kind of like a fossil. Oh, kind like of like a, a rainbow a... unicorn. Hey, I want to congratulate you because when you were saying I never had merch before and then they put out that T-shirt, I bought it. I popped no, for it. Congratulations. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And we see a little bit more, maybe a beer koozie, something else, Foxy. A beer, yes, of course, but I probably will have a soda in there, not a beer. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Maybe I'm thinking some beer koozies, maybe some um, headbands. Um, what else do we like? Ooh, who is this gentleman here with you? Cat oh, this cat, yeah, box cat toys. This is my boyfriend, Michael Fitzgerald. Hello, Michael. Who How is an artist? Actually, he does some funkadel or psychedelic funky music. It's really awesome. Dark porcelain, but love it. But anyway, yep, we just celebrated our one year anniversary. Yep. Fantastic. All right. She plays crazy. Fantastic on the screen. Does she play it well off screen? Uh, she's the biggest sweetheart in the world with a little bit of crazy. Too. I didn't think you were going to say that. I was going to I was about to get slapped, I think. No, 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 no. I honestly don't even act crazy because it's natural. It's just pure genetics. And I mean, and I'm really funny. Like, for instance, like I... And what you see is what you get. Do you want to hear a joke? Of course. I don't think it's appropriate. This is what I live for. Please. I get that delivery. Which one? Which one? I know, I know. I got to practice. Hey, brother. Um, okay. So the other night I was watching CNN... I know, that's not the joke. That's not the joke. I know, everyone actually thinks, it's like, oh my God, she can read, she can, oh, okay, yeah, I do watch intellectual things. However, and there was a guy, like a child that was born without any eyelids. Have you heard this before? No, I have not. Special? Yes, you did. I have not. I'm not cultured or show. Okay, well, okay, I'll get to the point. I watch wrestling, I'm 40, come on. We love you. We love people like you. But so this kid's born without any eyelids, and so what they did is they took the extra skin from the... This part? Oh. I don't, I know. See, that's no, the part. I know. That's the part that I was nervous about. Was that you're going to be sweating like you are. Though. Yeah. But it was if awesome. People are wondering what the part is. Think Brock Lesnar's tattoo, not a sword. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
However, this kid was fortunate enough to meet the right doctor, medical team, whatever, and they took the skin and put it on his eyelids, which is nice because lightweight, holds moisture, he can blink, he can wink, he can do all types Where's of things. Where's this going? He, he He's did. just a little cockeyed. I mean, what? Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. All right. That, the, See, I'm, I'm not okay, responsible that, not, to deliver that joke proper. You can have it. The moment of the evening right here. All right. Uh, you've done so much for the women's revolution. As I have so many in that locker room. This year is, is special. 35 main event women. What do, you, what, what, what do you personally feel knowing all the years you put in to see this finally happen? I think it still has a, I, I just think I, I still can't really wrap my head around it because it just makes me excited for the things and the manias to come after. I mean, if females can main event WrestleMania 35 in 2019, think about 2020. Oh. What could happen? I don't know. Men might be having children in 2020. <laughs> Wait, what? Michael, your thoughts? <laughs> oh, me? No, I'm me, allergic. men. Oh. Men might be oh, having children. No. no, I'm allergic to kids. I'm just kidding. <laughs> having kids. I'm just kidding. They get some new eyelids by then or something. Yeah, <laughs> winky face. <laughs> All right, how uh, competitive is that back room, knowing that women are getting the spot here? Only three can make it. I would have worn my Foxy shirt to WrestleMania if you were in that match. Yeah, how can, is everybody supportive or is it, is it full-on competition? Well, our locker room is really great because we do understand that it's a sistership, and then we bust our butts every week, and then it's like, yeah. But it's not so much as that we're competitive with each other because we have to be. We're athletes. But if we're being represented, everybody wins. That's very, Think very, that. I like that a lot. You know hey, what I found what I, I copied that line from 2020. A woman of the world, Alicia Fox. I could talk to you for hours. Thank you I'm so ready. much. It's a pleasure. Gulak coming in here on the red carpet, sir. Thank you. I love the little little face art you got going on. It looks like my gig spot, right? Yeah, that's more like uh, someone scratched me in the face and they were locking up with me at 8 a.m. spot. Okay, okay. Uh, this would you call this area a no-fly zone if we're being uh, technical here? Especially since we're in New York. Yeah, it's a no-fly zone. Okay. What is the future for PowerPoint presentations within WWE? Well, uh, if you got to talk about PowerPoint presentations in the future, I got to talk about just the landscape of media in general because PowerPoint has been on the cutting edge for the last twenty years. So, as far as WWE goes, I mean, we got screens everywhere. I could throw a PowerPoint on the floor. All right, you have one of my favorite submission moves I've ever seen before. Yeah. That dragon sleeper. You make a, you yeah. make a guy eat your armpit. Who taught you that one? Who's it modeled after? Is this an original? Uh, so that was actually taught by me by my trainer, Mike Quackenbush, in Philadelphia. Uh, Lightning Mike Quackenbush is the master of a thousand holds. Um, it's a variation of the dragon sleeper. He's not actually in my armpit, but I'm breaking his neck with my shoulder. So I love that. Yeah. I love the contrast that you bring to 205 Live when you when you were rolling around in there. The guys are flipping back and forth. You're old school. You're strong style. I hear that a lot. Yeah, I hear that a lot. I'm old school. Thank Why? You. What are your roots? What made Gulak who he is? You know, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a tough upbringing actually being in Philadelphia. I'm a mat-based wrestler. I was a high school wrestler at Northeast High School. Go Vikings. Um, but I just, I, you know what? I trained with a lot of high flyers. I trained with a lot of luchadors. And uh, the best way to beat them is to take away what works best for them. Your work on the mic in the past year and a half went leaps and bounds, I thought. And at the oh, same time, you. I, you, you bulked up. I mean, I don't know if you got the ICO Pro in your system. That's not a personal question that you don't have to answer. But You know, I wrestled um, in the Manhattan Center last yeah. year for a Raw 25. There you go. I had the ICO Pro banner up on the... Up on the on My the point of complimenting you is saying... Maybe people thought they knew you. There was a ceiling to where you could go. I feel like you're, you're, you've kicked that ceiling open. Where are you going to be one year from now when I talk to you on the red carpet? I mean, 
mean, it, who knows? I could be uh, be on the main card at WrestleMania a year from now. I think uh, that's the thing that's, that a lot of people said about me is that they, they think there's a low ceiling for me. Um, but I've never let that stop me, and I keep busting through. All right. Who's this beautiful lady with you? This is my wife, Elizabeth. Hi, I'm Liz. Nice to meet you. Liz, what's it like being married to a shooter, a real shooter? Well, I mean, she's the shooter, man. Like, I yeah, yeah, don't get it twisted. You know, I'm <laughs> great question. Shooter. Great answer. Great answer. Right <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he's like a real wrestler, true and true. So it's fun to see him, you know, go back to his roots every time he's out there and just kill it every time. So. And he carries a beard well. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Best of luck to you, Gulak. Ali, my man, great to you? talk to you great again. To talk to you as well. How are this you? This is a fine suit you're wearing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this incredible woman, uh, my wife owes my hair. She dresses me. Osma, fantastic work. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. All right. We've had a recent name change here, Mr. Ali. Yeah. I don't like when that happens. In my world, it's still Biggie Langston. In your world, are you okay with this? I, I, I received a phone call and I said, okay. That's, 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 the, that's the story behind it. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's a name change, but hey, the, the, the name might have changed, but the person has it. I'm still, I'm still the same performer. I'm still the guy that gives 110% of the ring, so nothing's changed. All right. We, we've recently told your story on CBS Sports. We're inspired by it. You're a man of integrity. You went through a recent hard stretch, let's say, when it looked like you were getting a big push. The injury happened. Did open the door for Kofi Mania. How was that for you, though, personally, the competitor, to, to, to see that and watch that? Uh, you know, as, as a competitor, as you said, as a performer, it's always hard to see something that you want so bad uh, get kind of, like, forced out of your hands. You know, like, I, I begged the medical team to let me compete at the elimination area. I, like, you know, got on my hands and knees and I begged, but they just, they just wouldn't clear me. And, and rightfully so, I was in no shape to compete. Um, the, the one thing that I can take solace and the one thing that I can see the light in the dark, so to speak, is that, Someone as awesome as Kofi Kingston finally gets his rightful spot. You know, and, and people keep saying something about like, "Oh, Kofi took Ali's spot." I don't, it was never my spot. This is this is destiny. This is meant to happen for Kofi Kingston. So I'm so happy that it's happening for him. But uh, yeah, as a performance, it's gonna be very hard at WrestleMania to watch him have his historic moment and compete for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. And you know, like, you, yeah, I, I won't lie. I have what if questions in my head, but. Um, I'm standing here. I'm healthy now, so uh, I respect that yeah. so much, sir. Because it's an honest answer. It's real. Yeah. There is a competitor in there, but at the same time, you're cheering for your brother backstage. I, I am. I am, and, and, and it's not just me. You know, the entire locker room supports Kofi Kingston. So I, I feel this Sunday, it's, it is going to be Kofi. This is going to be something you're going to build off of, Mr. Ali, and you're going to look back at, at this moment. And because you did it the right way, yeah, it's going to pay off. You're. In, I'm inspired by you. I wish you well, my I friend. I appreciate that. The Bennett Canellis is over here. Brian Campbell, CBS Sports, sir. Maria, it's a pleasure. How are you? Doing great. Congratulations to you on parenthood, on all the beautiful stuff going on in your life. How do you stay two professional wrestlers when you got to get up really early and be a parent? <laughs> um, you don't think. Yeah, you shut your brain off. Yeah, you have to just do. Because as soon as you go, oh, this is so hard, da, 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 then you, you just psych yourself out. So instead, you're just like, okay, we're getting up now, I guess. It's 3 in the morning. Here we are. Cool. You know what? I think we people ask us, and they give us a lot of credit. as like, oh, we travel, and you're, you're two professional wrestlers, you're two parents. But I don't know. I feel like we have such a blessed life. Yeah. And we work for WWE. Yeah. And we have the coolest job in the world. Yeah. Our daughter gets to travel with us whenever yeah. we want. It's so like 18. Yeah. She just had. Yeah. And to me, it's like there are single moms out there and single dad and like people that are just grinding every day. Yeah. And I how do they do it? Yeah. That's a great question. I love that perspective. You also gotta get a babysitter once in a while so you can stick to the greatest, greatest love we've ever known here. Yes. Keep yeah. the fire burning. Yeah. 
That's the best theme song, isn't it? It's really, it might is. be. You know? It is, yeah. Hands down. I and mean, you walk around the house singing. I mean, Cedric Alexander's got a great one. Let's hope he doesn't he does. hear me say this. But, he does, you know. but I get amped when that yeah. thing hits. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to run through a wall. It was actually Billy Corgan who gave us the idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was. He was like, you guys need to do some old school. Yeah, and she told me when we, when we first signed with WWE, she's like, so Billy thinks we should do a love ballad. And I was like, what? A love ballad? I was like, how am I going to get amped up for that? And then at Money in the Bank, they brought us into the truck, and they were like, all right, this is what we came up with. And I was like, oh, that thing kicks, man. That hit. Oh, okay. Okay, you want to be in a spot where your song's better than you are. Like, Bobby Rudy's got the best song ever. Yeah. And sometimes it overshadows it. But when you get a one that good, I mean, you got to just, you got to go oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you got to embrace it. Yeah. You got to embrace it. All right, all right, you've embraced a lot in your life and overcome so much, bringing your story to the forefront of, of beating addiction. I've been inspired by it. When you look back, I mean, night and day difference in how you feel. I, I mean, how do you, how do you sort of sum up the emotions of, going from from there and back now i'm just you know i'm an entirely different person and uh it's funny because we were looking at a picture the other day from two months after we had signed with wwe because we had stayed at home for like three months before we came to money in the bank and it was a fan picture and maria showed it to me and then she zoomed in on my face and i looked like hell like it was terrible and i just think of how i feel now and who i am as a person and like i'm a dad like, I'm a dad now, and I get to do this. Like, I get to do this for my, my living. Like, I make a living doing this, and then I get to go home to a beautiful little girl, and I get to go home to a beautiful wife. Like, I just, I didn't appreciate that, and now it's just like, like, I got goosebumps thinking about it. No, we like, can't use the old gimmick, but it's a miracle. It is. It's a miracle. It is, and we can use it because it truly is a miracle. And I think that a lot of people, um, they see his exuberance now for his recovery. And, like, in those first few months, it's... It's hellish, but to see someone else like succeeding with it, I think helps. And like so many people, and he won't he won't say this because he's too humble. But like so many people came up to him during fan access and were like, "Thank you so much, you've inspired me." And right. and it's really um, it's incredible to see that out of something so horrible because it was bad. We he was going through his um, first few days of withdrawal, and then we get the call that he's going to have his first match on television. And it was literally three days after he had started his recovery. And like to see him going from that to today is truly inspiring. And everybody that has a problem can do it. Um, so don't think that you're too far gone because you're not. Yeah, one of the, and that's so inspiring, and I love that. One of the bonus of turning things around, Mr. Mike here, got a mean set of abs now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and of course he got them when I was so pregnant. Yeah. Every year we had a competition. Mike, you're supposed to put on the, uh, the sympathy know, weight. I, I Come on. I was told about dad weight, and she was getting so mad at me because I was like, look, look, I finally have abs. And she was like, Wait. I used to win the app competition yeah. every year. And then, of course, he's like, I'm going to get cheap now. Sounds right, just like me. Do future Mixed Match Challenge champions here? Hey, we're all for it. Yeah. We're, we're in. I we're mean, ready whenever WWE he's wants gonna to, have to do all the hard pull the trigger stuff, but, let us know. Oh, yeah. We're, we're in, and we'll beat everybody. Congratulations on what you're doing on 205 Live to change the image here to bring some star power yeah. as well. Loving Thank that you. stuff. Thank you. Pleasure to talk to you both. Inspiration, new family, love it all. Congratulations. Thank the the Bennett Canellis is here. It's my pleasure. Thank no, you so much. Likewise. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you so much. Mr. Kurt Hawkins in the on? house. What's going on? Not a born loser, a guy who could be on the verge of ending in a, the, 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 the greatest streak since Undertaker. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx okay. it. Can I'm you, hopeful, though. I'm can you hopeful. introduce this lovely lady here? This is love of my life. This is my wife, Elizabeth. Hi. Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, how, like Macho Man would say. Elizabeth, how do you help this man deal with so much loss? 
you know, he's a winner at home, so I think it uh, overpowers all the losses that he's had. That's true. Well, you got a nice T-shirt out of it. Yeah, that too. It's lovely. Selling quite well. Yeah. Available at the shop all weekend long here. Um, but yeah, uh, the streaks uh, took on a life of its own. It's become something very special. So maybe tomorrow will be a special ending to it. I don't know. I'm going to try to make it that. Here's the thing. It's so special. It's kind of your gimmick in some ways. Outside maybe that, that thing you twirl. So people were outraged when Undertaker's streak went. They're, who cares about Brock? They were outraged. It has been brought to my attention, and I don't know why I wasn't thinking this way, but Undertaker's streak ended at WrestleMania. Asuka's streak ended at WrestleMania. Oh. Kurt Hawkins' streak might just end at WrestleMania. Wow. Oh, wow. Are you trying to dress like New York Mets colors today? Because it's fantastic. Always. Always. That's always my gimmick, yes. Do you have a That's fav- my real gimmick, not the losing. Do you have a favorite Mets player of all time? I know you're a super fan of the LGM. I uh, threw out the first pitch today. At City Field. Wow. And it come from behind victory. Goosebumps. Uh, my custom jersey I got made had number 99. When I walked in, they said, why did it have number 99? I said, because growing up, I absolutely loved Turk Wendell. I was going to say Turk Wendell with the, with the thing around his neck. There's the shark teeth. He's here. He's doing a personal appearance, too. I went, what? He said, I need to meet that man. So Tell me about this meeting. I'm marking out. The, maybe the listeners don't care, but I'm marking out right Turk now. Turk and I friends now. We've been texting. Uh, <laughs> when WWE comes around through Iowa, Des Moines, he's going to come see me wrestle. So Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, if somebody put a gun to your head and said you had to answer this question, Brock Lesnar's sword tattoo on his chest really, if you look closely, kind of looks like a... Sword tattoo on a giant man's chest. He would it's rip exa- my heart out of my chest. So Exactly the direction yeah. I was going right there, sir. Fantastic yeah, work yeah, right there. All right, yeah. your brother on the action... Major action figures podcast. The major wrestling figure podcast. I mean, I listen to it and I love it. By the way, Zach Ryder, my man, engaged. Yeah, he's insane. Okay, you're a, a lovely lady who stands by a man... Can can that last, given his uh, toy addiction as an older gentleman? I think she knew that getting into it, so yeah, he'll be just fine. she has to know fine. what she's getting into. By this point, he's absolutely insane, so she's got to know that. Chelsea and I will vent yeah. to each other on the side, and we'll just get go. over okay, it. Okay, because yeah. you're an action figure, Mark, but not on that level, yeah. bro. He's in his uh, stratosphere to his own when it comes to that stuff. He actually makes me feel pretty normal and... Uh, yes down to earth about the whole thing so that's why i like having him around too yeah. okay. uh, do you have a favorite wrestlemania match that you mark out for for me brother it's randy and ricky and it will always be um the first like memory of wrestling i ever had was hogan warrior wrestlemania 6 so that's super sentimental um i love uh taker and edge just because i was a part of it and i it was the main event and i thought it was pretty special so All right. you're a little bit of a survivor in this business right you've hit the high points you've been down tickled the low points a little bit and you came back brother they don't know how spoiled they are now what you know. is your secret to longevity and survival in a roughneck business they will take your soul if you let them but don't you let them it's my positive outlook and turning negatives into positives which is like basically what the streak was i was like okay i'm gonna lose but i'll be the best loser you've ever seen in your entire life you know it's like not everyone can be Roman Reigns, you know, around here. And you, I know what, I would love to be. And if you put me in that position, hey, I'll, I'll go for it. But it's just not realistic. So at the end of the day, I have a beautiful family. Uh, I'm living my childhood dream. Like, my life is great. This is a success story here. <laughs> this is the mountaintop moment. This right now, this moment is you, WrestleMania 30, oh. standing on the turnbuckle, Daniel Bryan, only in life, brother. I agree. And I'm going to get to see Honky Tonk Man go to the Hall of Fame. We can only dream, but sometimes we can live it. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Mr. Hawkins. Thank you. Pleasure meeting you. Bye, you too. All right. There you have it. Special thanks to all of our guests. Special thanks to WWE PR for making this happen. The access during Mania Weekend is fantastic. 
really was excited to bring you a lot of these fun chats. Even a wild, dirty joke from uh, from our <laughs> from everyone's favorite uh, Alicia Fox right there, and a couple of chats with the husbands and wives. Look, you, here's the deal, folks. You want you want me to take you on the inside the WWE Hall of Fame red carpet? It's about ninety minutes of interview time before, literally up to seconds until that Hall of Fame broadcast starts. Is one of the most weird, surreal, fun chances you get for interviews in WWE. Everyone's dressed up like they're at the prom, and since WWE backstage sometimes can resemble the, let's say, uh, the feel of high school in terms of the uh, the cliques, the politics, the relationships, this Hall of Fame red carpet's kind of like their prom, so you can see people dressed up, their significant others by their side. You can get some fun interviews, and the fun part about it is you never know who you're going to get. The, the uh, superstars, large and small, come walking out, legends, and you got to just kind of fish for it and grab for it. And sometimes you'll be next in line for somebody big like Randy Orton or Charlotte Flair and Andrade. And you think you're going to get them. And suddenly Dana Warrior walks in and cuts in front of you. And you're chatting to her. And you're chatting with the Ultimate Warriors girls. You know, things like that happen on the red carpet. It's weird. It's wild. It's wacky. But many thanks to WWE for making that all happen. Many thanks to you for sticking around, getting that performance, enhancing audio inside of you where it belongs. And look, I got, I got something to tell you, folks. All right. Hey, listeners. I got to assume you're like me that you miss back in the day. Remember when the sports networks on TV used to just cover the news and the highlights without like the yelling and the fake debates? I know I do. I know you do. And if that's the case, look here, you got to watch CBS Sports HQ. You know, we've been chatting about it for a while. It's our free 24-hour sports network streaming all the time that is built for fans just like you and me. You're going to find tons of highlights, analysis, instant game reactions, everything that matters about the game. Here's what you're not going to find. No diving into politics, social issues, or off-the-field topics like on other sports networks. If you like listening to me on this pod, you're going to love your boy on some CBS Sports HQ. Breaking down fights, getting you fired up for the big weekends to come in mixed martial arts, boxing, pro wrestling, and beyond. And if you like... I don't know. The NFL, the NFL draft. You better believe CBS Sports HQ is there in Nashville this week for all three days. HQ's got you covered in the Music City with extensive draft coverage and even a few surprises. We're going to have our full NFL crew giving you analysis, grades, fantasy implications for every single pick over the seven rounds. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday. All day Saturday, mind you, we got Pete Prisco, Danny Cannell, Brady Quinn, Jason Locke and Fora, Ryan Wilson, Bryant McFadden, Jamie Eisenberg, and many more big names to join the CBS crew. They're all the guys you know and love. So check out CBS Sports HQ. It's always on, always free. No subscription fee, no $9.99, no $4.99, no expensive cable package. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone. On your smart TV, Apple TV, Roku, wherever you're watching it, baby, you're going to find it. Even go to cbssports.com. You'll find HQ streaming there as well. Hey, tell them BC sent you. I don't know. Maybe there's a bear koozie in it for you. It's up to you. And also, please support our show, The State of Combat. We got live wire episodes coming each week separately on boxing, mixed martial arts, pro wrestling. You love your boy BC on Pro Wrestling? Check out the boxing show. It's wild and wacky. Hey, you love yourself some UFC? You're going to have your boy BC breaking it down with some friends as well. Big time guests as always. Support the show across the board. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. But thanks for checking out the bonus audio this week. Follow us at State of Combat on Twitter. And, you know, follow the revolution, folks, because it's coming. And I don't care if you're an AEW guy or not. Wrestling is on fire. And a rising tide raises all ships, right? We want to see 
Raw and SmackDown be the best it can be. We want to see NXT push to the forefront. We want to see AEW make a splash, thrive. We want to see ROH and NJPW get a piece of the pie. It can all happen. The time is ripe. All you got to do is tune in and enjoy, all right? Tune into the show to break it all down for you. Your boy BC is telling you that the interview's over. Interview's over. You know, it's rough because wrestling is a rough sport. Two words for the people. We out.